right, guys, welcome back to Shades of Strong, where we talk about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break the strong Black woman. I'm Cheryl, and I'm here with the lovely Natty. And joining us today in our virtual studio is the amazing Ife Mazio, queen of emotional wellness. We are so happy to have you here today, Ife, Natty. Say hi to the people, y'all. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yes, yes we likewise. Excited. We, we're excited to hear you. This always like Ife was. Uh, I know, right? Yeah. Ife yeah. was actually on season two of the podcast, which was right after we changed over to Shades of Strong. But this girl has been with me since day one when I was when Shades of Strong. Yeah, yeah. And Make It Live was just like a vision in my head. She was there from the very beginning and she has been there ever since. So I'm happy to have her I'm to so greet us with her presence oh, today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so happy Thank to you. have you here, Ife. So happy to have you here. Yeah. So yeah, today is going to be a little different from what we've been talking about. I know Everybody knows what's going on in the world. George Floyd was murdered in the street in front of all the world. And we are in the middle of, oh my gosh, chaos. Honestly, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, Natty, that well, white people are dealing with the pandemic, but black people are dealing with the pandemic and racism simultaneously. Now, I said that a couple of weeks ago, even before George Floyd was murdered, but I feel now that. It is more real than ever. And so we kind of want to talk about that today. So ladies, I want to check in with y'all, see how y'all doing, how y'all feeling about the situation, and then let's just have a good conversation about it. I'm having a a slew of emotions right now. I can't even explain how I feel about the situation. I know thing, for me, it's a little lighter than it was last week, but it's still heavy. But I am just dealing with all kinds of emotions. I, I'm mad. I'm angry. Um, I'm outraged. I'm confused. It's just like I'm scared because I have a black son. And so it's scary. As a matter of fact, I I was just texting my daughter and she's leaving school. She's leaving campus. And so I'm texting her saying, you know, be careful. Make sure you're not doing anything to draw attention to yourself. Let the windows down because there's 10 on the windows, things like that, so that she doesn't get pulled over and doesn't make it back home. So, like, I feel like I'm always on edge. And even before George Floyd, I was feeling like that. But now I feel like it's on 10, times 10, times 10. So it's just like, I'm just, I don't even know how I'm feeling right now. I know that I'm at a place where I feel a bit hopeless. You know, like, is there ever going to be be changed? Because 400 years later, we are still fighting the same battle. And it's just like, I was hopeful, but now I'm at a point where my hope is beginning to slowly dissipate. And I, I just, I really feel hopeless. Honestly, I do. I feel hopeless. Like, will things ever change for for the for Black people? Will they ever change? I hear you. I hear you. Cheryl. It's scary, though, isn't it? It's, it is really scary out here. It's real life out here. It's, it it's, is. It just got realer than ever, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it did. It got realer than ever, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Mm-hmm. It did. Makes my I mean, head spin. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we literally watch a black man get murdered in the middle of a street where two white police officers were holding him down. Another man has his knee on his neck, and another man is standing there watching. Yeah. Seriously, the the white people that don't get it. How can Lord how do mercy. you not how do you not get it? How can you not get it? I don't understand that. And it pisses me off every time I think about it. how can you watch this man be murdered in the street and still not get it that racism does exist and that you all don't see us as human. They yep. don't see us as human. I don't get that. Does it ever right. get any better? Mm. Yeah. Right heard well i can check in um (laughs) (laughs) i have i have similar to you shirley i have felt a range of emotions pretty much that same range that you described enraged 
confused, sad, disillusioned, kind of almost even seeing the world differently, you know, being in a place of really having the the heaviness come down on me. And then every black man I see, I'm thinking, you know, like the the situation has colored how I'm how I'm seeing them, how I'm seeing the world, how I'm seeing us. And I I have to say, I typically don't watch videos of police killings to protect my own emotional health and mental health. And because I don't need to see it in order to know that it's real, right? If I hear a man dies, I, you know, I feel how I feel about or is killed by the police. I think for me, I was I was raised to be very aware of this racist white supremacist system that we have in America. So I'm not, I'm almost never shocked. I'm, I'm almost never like jolted to action because there's not really much left to shock in me. So since I know that, and I also know that because I'm aware of the of our condition here. I'm aware of the realities of the system. I live my life in such a way where I I'm affecting change and and I'm living my life in alignment with for the purpose of affecting freedom for black people. Since I'm doing that every day, it I I I try not to just go in it again just for the sake of being re-traumatized, right? At the same time, often I'll find myself kind of being like, well, where do I stand? Because it is happening again and again and again. I don't want to be desensitized to it, right? But this weekend, I kind of took a a social media hiatus before the so-called riots broke out. And once I kind of came to or heard that they were happening, I had kind of been off the scene for a while. And I have to say that I am absolutely encouraged. Once I heard that people were burning things, my feelings changed. And I have to say I was extremely happy, extremely happy and extremely proud. Because I think that that question that you are sitting with, Shirley, that you're left with, like, will it ever change? You know, what what are we going to do with this? I think that that is the question that young people are answering in the streets, right? They're coming from that same, it's like, we've done this, we've done that, you know, all the years, all of the decades, the centuries, right? And y'all still, and so, you know, we know that, I think MLK said something to the effect of, you know, rioting is the, is the voice of the unheard. So it's kind of like, you back me up in a corner and and this is the only thing I can do in order to make you see that I'm serious in order to 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 tell you to stop because when I tell you to stop you don't right mm-hmm. and so for me I was encouraged that on some level we were ready as a people some part of us were, was ready some group of us was ready to say by any means you're going to get this message you're going to get this message today Right. And for me, it catalyzed me. And I think it's catalyzing a lot of uh, my generation, the millennial generation, to get information. Kind of like, like if you have a vision for this world being different, if you have a vision for the destruction of this system, which Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned is exactly what we want, then this is our moment, right? This is your moment. So then I felt absolutely excited and invigorated and exhilarated. (laughs) And since then, I've gone through the wave of emotion, seeing how people are being treated at these protests and at these rallies. I mean, the hearing that people are being killed in the street. I mean, as you said, it's chaos. And and I mean, even seeing, Lord Jesus, Keisha Lance Bottoms, mayor of Atlanta, shaming Mm -hmm. people, shaming Mm -hmm. people for resisting oppression right racist yep. oppression this black girl with black ancestors i said you ought to be ashamed mm-hmm. 
and and shaming them with the with the memory of Martin Luther King. We won't even. I mean, we might go there later, but that's a whole. Well, yeah, we probably how will. Folks <laughs> how folks are totally manipulating his his image and his memory against our people. And for me, for her to do that as a black woman was just like you ought to be ashamed. But I say that to say, you know, I've gone through the range. I've I've <laughs> I have felt like screaming. I have felt like, you know, being violent. I'm I'm sure I probably felt what a lot of people who are out there in the street burning stuff have felt. And I think now I've and I've also felt exhausted, right? Like being on social media or trying to keep up with it all, trying to figure out how do I show up in this moment, all of that. Um, it really had me take a step back and prioritize my self-care, trusting that however it is that I'm supposed to show up in this moment is it can't happen without me being taken care of. Um, so with that, I'm actually feeling quite, um, I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling ready to, to show up, to show up for whatever my contribution will be towards this dismantling, you know, and that's not to say that it's going to be easy or short. I don't think it will be at all. And some people, you know, I think a lot of people think that we're crazy for even thinking that such things will happen. I think we've been so daunted by the the idea that it's been all this time and still nothing has changed that many of us many of us mm-hmm. don't don't see. I don't think it can. Yeah, they we don't think it's possible. And that's something that I've been seeing, like a, a generational divide between yeah. millennials and um older generations, specifically baby boomers. Um And I mean, there's more that we could talk about there, but I mean, I feel proud as a member of this generation to say I absolutely do see it and I'm absolutely here to fight for it. Um, The times where I have felt helpless and hopeless in the face of police brutality, in the face of of killings brought on by white supremacy, it has been getting involved in some kind of initiative, effort, protest, organization that has had me feel empowered. And I see. I see so many different pieces mobilizing and coming together. So I feel encouraged in this very moment. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I'm really, really tired mentally and emotionally. I'm, I'm just worn out. I like both of you. I have my emotions have really run the gamut from absolute uh, sorrow to absolute rage. And I've, it feel, it has felt like whenever it seems like I'm about to get my bearings emotionally again, something else happens. I mean, because more black people have been killed by the police since all of this started. Right. And then there's the weighing of the previous murders, Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. And that still weighs on me because with one of them, I think the the killers are going, they're, they're appearing in court for the first time tomorrow. And in the case of Breonna Taylor, no one's even been charged still. So it's, it really has worn me down. And I don't, my will says, don't let it wear you down to the point where you just want to give up on everything because that had, I, I, I felt that way. I guess it's, it's taken to, to what you were saying, Shirley, about how you felt hopeless. There have been times where I've just been like, what is the f- point? Like nothing is changing. No, it's been half a millennium and nothing is changing. So what am what are we even doing? But then, much like Ife was saying, when I saw, and this is not like, oh, I'm condoning violence and all this kind of stuff. And I think everyone can kind of see that there's only so much that someone can take. Maybe not everyone can see that. 
but when I saw like stuff starting to burn, like it did in 2014, like it did when I graduated from high school in 1992, and then I saw it happening in so many places, I also felt oddly encouraged. <laughs> and it was just like, oh my gosh, like these these kids have we not just kids, me too, um, but so many people they have had it. They've just had it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like underneath the sorrow and the exhaustion, emotionally, that's exactly how I feel. I am not um, an activist. I, I'm an artist and a writer. That's that's what I do. And a musician, that's that's what I do. So I I show up in those ways to be of service to my people and to anyone who will, who's willing to listen, to really listen. But I felt some kind of wind at my back when I saw these activists and when I saw these people in the street and they were just like, you know what? Nope, F that. I, I don't care what you're saying or what you, what you plan to try and do to me. We are gonna stand against you. We have been talking and screaming about police brutality for forever. And we're not going to stop until something is done about it. If it takes defunding the police, if it takes abolishing the police, if it takes changing policies or whatever it takes, that's what we're going to continue to fight for. And no, there's no amount of rubber bullets that's going to silence us. And there's no amount of outcry over some over some freaking looting that's going to stop us. Not anymore. It's just, it's been too long and too much. And I feel like, uh, you know, I wrote a poem the other day. I've been writing poems every day for a 100 day project. And I wrote a poem about my, my body, but it was a metaphor. And it was all about, you know, my physical body and how I'm now on, you know, blood pressure medication and everything. And I was saying about how my body spoke up and said to slow down and take a break. And I didn't listen. And my body sent these flash signals through different kinds of pain and exhaustion and all of that. And I kept going and my body started to try and get to get through to me in other ways. And I ignored it. And so the final line of the poem is, so eventually my body started a riot. And that's really what has happened. Like my blood pressure shot up out of nowhere. I mean, it was already kind of high, but it got to where it was stroke level. Uh, my hips got to be in so much pain last year that I almost couldn't walk. My body really was starting a riot against me because I wasn't paying attention. And it was funny because I got these some of these comments on Instagram, like, oh my gosh, yes, we have to listen to our body. And oh yeah, I'm, I'm so tired too. And I've got, yeah, I've got to do better. And I knew that there were, you know, it's kind of like if you, you know, if you know, you know, um, I knew there were going to be some people that didn't know. But then there were some people that did. And they they heard what I was saying and they understood what I was saying. There's only so much dirt you can do. Like, and I hate to be, I hate to be, you know, use improper language or whatever, but you can't just perpetually all over people and keep trying to convince them that it's just raining. Like eventually some people are going to want to get their hands dirty and they are going to grab and they're going to throw it back at you. You can't continue to do dirt over and over and over and over and over again and think that your gaslighting skills alone are going to keep everything in check to where no one reacts and expect that no one is ever going to react. That's just, that's about as foolish as foolish can be. And yeah, I just like Ife, I'm, I'm kind of encouraged. I'm like, if what it takes is for all the to be burned down for us to create something new that is more equitable for everyone, all of us, not just some of us, and burn it all away. I'm all for it. Yeah, because it's, yes, it's chaotic. And yes, it's painful. And yes, it's hard to look at. And yes, mm -hmm. there's even death involved in this. But yeah. when you look at 
systemic changes that have happened throughout history, people died getting those things to happen. It, it sucks. I don't want it. I don't like that idea, but it happens. And so I'm at a point now where I just feel like, okay, so the only way out is through. And if we can, if I can keep my wits about me mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I'm going to make it through on the other side. And I get to be a part of rebuilding, not even rebuilding, building something completely new, something completely new for me and my children, my grandchildren going forward. And that in and of itself is exciting. So what I've got to do now is tend to myself, tend to my, to my, my mental and emotional needs. I'm someone that makes decisions based on how my, my emotional wave is going. So I've got to, I'm, all, I'm constantly on an emotional wave and I have, I'm learning how to write it out. We've talk, I've talked about this before. I'm learning how to write it out. I don't make decisions when I'm in the high of a wave or a low of the wave. I wait till I'm back at a neutral, neutral enough point and I make my decisions. So I'm like, if I can just be aware and acknowledge and kind of record how I'm feeling and what my thoughts are and recognize the times when I'm at more of a neutral and not completely neutral, but steady enough where I can make some sound decisions. That's what I'll do. And when I'm at those places where I'm neutral, I can, I can check in with my gut instinct and see how I'm feeling. And then I can produce or create something and, and offer it to, like I said, to my people and to anyone else who's willing to listen. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Not nearly as tired as I was a few days ago, still tired, but feeling feeling a little bit more hopeful. And that sounds odd to say in the midst of also a global pandemic, but here we are. Here we are. So do you ladies think that this is the beginning of a revolution? I think so. Yes. That feels huge because I was raised, I was, I mean, if I could try to paint a really simple, short picture, I was raised in inside of a a community of people, a school of thought that was all about revolution. At the same time, I think it, it, I mean, we were all about revolution at the same time. It was like, revolution is not happening right now. So there often would be a talk of like, when the revolution comes, right? And some people believe that the revolution would come and some people just thought it was empty, but it's almost miss, it's, it's almost mythic in terms of the way that I was brought kind of like, will the revolution ever come? Kind of similar, similarly to most of us in terms of, will we ever receive equity? Will we ever be treated fairly? It's because the revolution is this big, it's, it's big. And, you know, we look at societies across history and many of us did, you know, I was taught in such a way. And so, like I said, it almost became mythic and in, in this idea I think a lot of us and a lot of people who I was raised by and around had the idea that we would not see revolution in our lifetime. It's like it, it was, mm-hmm. it's so far away, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like we get to prepare and educate and whatever, but like who knows? Because we're also just living in the ups and downs and the cycles of what it is to be Black in America. And so it's really kind of big for me to be like, yeah, I think this is it. You know, I think this <laughs> yeah. is it. Right. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. And there are some things that are different this time, you know? Yeah. This is different. I've been telling folks this time is different. It is different because I see people in all 50 states, in other countries, in other countries, other countries. I did such an amazing happy dance. I see people standing up and locking arms, and they are on the front lines with us. We've never seen that before. We've never seen that before. So I feel like even though, you know, there are days when when I do feel hopeless, I still have just a little bit of hope that change is going to come as a result of this. I just don't feel like people are standing on the, the front lines fighting for us, and nothing will come of that. I believe everything you need that some good will come of that. 
think change is happening right now and we're in the midst of the change. So we don't even have to say change is coming. Change is actually right now. It's right now. When we see so many of these awful cops being exposed, Mm -hmm. like I've Mm -hmm. seen, like you see video of them running over people, shooting people that aren't even doing anything, planting bricks in places. You see outside agitators, mostly white people doing these acts of vandalism. So it looks like the protesters were doing it. That stuff's actually being exposed. And so it's going to be much harder now for people to deny it or say it was this and not that when everyone saw video footage. So Mm -hmm. all of that is very, very different because before they could suppress things and they could lie and they could gaslight because if it, you, you didn't have pictures and, and, and video. So you had no proof. And right yeah. now you have all of this stuff because it's also happening in real time. It's happening yes. faster than it was it's in 2014. So fast. Mm. It's coming so it's fast. Coming so fast. Like the saying, life comes at you fast, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and can we just, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nanny. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I just feel like, you know, in the past, it was like the revolution will not be televised. I feel mm-hmm. like the revolution being is honey. being televised right mm-hmm. now. We are right here in the middle of it, and we're getting to witness this amazing act of change. And it it feels so good because I have grandsons that are going to grow up in a different world. It won't be the same for them. And that makes me feel good. It gives me hope to know that my two grandsons will grow up in a different space. That feels good. Yeah, girl. Yes. You know, we're always told to to be the change that we want to see mm-hmm. in the world. Well, this is people out there being the change that they want oh, to see in the world. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I have so much yeah. respect. I have so much respect for these people. I mean, yes, yes. You know, and especially because they're risking their lives. They're risking their entire lives. And and you know, my position is like someone had to do it, right? Someone had, had to do it. And at the same time, so many of us haven't, you know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's huge. It's tremendous what they're doing. And I also have so much respect and appreciation for it because I truly believe it's, you know, they, they sparked a flame in real time on the streets. At the same time, they sparked a flame in all of us who are also not there. Right. So, but, but those of us we're supporting in other ways, yeah, supporting our working who have been doing this work for decades, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something I want I've been saying to this idea that nothing has changed, right? Like we I think, you know, we fixate on that and it makes perfect sense because we have been living in yeah, right? And that's important to I mean, not even acknowledge. We all know it, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I think it's like yes, perhaps white people haven't changed very much. And for me, I I had this thought over the weekend that actually every time one of these incidents, incidences have happened, there's been so many historical moments over our history in this country, which I just want to, you know, tag and just pop in here that our history also did not start in this country. But anyway, for the time that we've been here, each time something has popped mm-hmm. off, actually everything has changed, right? Mm-hmm. Everything has changed. Come so on that. through, Ife. Come there on, girl. There have been so many ways of us changing, of us organizing, mm-hmm. of us mm-hmm. becoming, yeah. us, of a spark lighting in us, where we say, oh no, this can't be, This I got to get into this, mm-hmm. I got to change this. We've mm-hmm. had so many different waves and movements. We've had people um, homeschooling their children educating their children in a certain kind of way saying they're not going to learn the way that they're being taught in public school. We have mm-hmm. folks who have been learning, you know, self-determination, how to feed themselves. Um, we've, we, we've had the natural hair movement. We've had so many different ways of consciousness, right? We've, mm-hmm. we've had white folks start to do their work, right? Yeah. My father who is 65 years old, and I'm not trying to put them on a pedestal. Hear me right. I'm not trying to put white folks doing anything on a pedestal. But my father, who is 65 years old, came up doing work with white folks 
around anti-racism, right? And so this was in the, in the 70s and the 80s. So I say this to say there are ways of those white folks also affecting consciousness raising and, and white, folk com- white folks confronting themselves on their own racism. Now, mm-hmm. sure, we haven't seen wise, we haven't seen systemic changes. And that's not my point. What my point is, we the people have changed. There have been these flows and these mores of us doing our work and developing and cultivating ourselves in ways that when such a time as this comes around and pops off, it's the perfect yeah. storm ready yeah. to take advantage yeah. of this moment. And I think that's important to recognize, especially Absolutely. if you know you you've been someone hoping for change or you've been an activist in this work or you've just been looking at your life, you know, past before your eyes, thinking that nothing has changed or that your actions haven't meant anything. No, actually they've meant everything. They have. Yeah. And here yeah. we are. Yeah. And it's all falling into place right now. It's all falling into place. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Leave it Divine to Ike to come on in here and just drop all the gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Look, hey, I'm, I'm trying to change the narrative. Girl, my heart is like leaping right now. Like, I feel so <laughs> happy right now and I feel so encouraged because, like I'm saying, like last week, I was just like feeling so hopeless. But I feel so yeah. encouraged just to hear you to point out those things that have taken place and those changes that have taken place that have led us to where we are right now. Like, that's huge. It's that huge. Is so it is. It is huge. It is that huge, is and huge. it's the truth. It's the if we zero, in, if we if we don't, if we maximize, if we Lord, what am I trying to say? If we don't <laughs> maximize the minimum, is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like if we shine a light on on the details, if we shine a light mm-hmm. on the everyday living, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. happens every day, which is so important. So often we we cut that out and we focus on, on the lack, what has been. And, and in this particular instance, we tend to, um, you know, because this change that we're looking for hasn't come and that change would come from this, this system that is controlled by white folks. We are, we're maximizing their inaction as opposed mm-hmm. to our Yes. 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 Come on, throw it back. Come on, girl. You know, I'm listen. I, I'm. <laughs> it's very true. White folks. I am yes. all about that. Right. Like yeah. we really have have been so indoctrinated and conditioned mm-hmm. to center them right alongside them centering mm-hmm. themselves. And yeah, so yeah. I think we're learning how to center ourselves we and center our own wellness we and center our own love and care. Yep. And it's through the, that love and care that we're learning to center that the power and the strength Absolutely. to make the changes that need to be made can Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. And these have been happening, right? This is not a one-time moment. This no. this self-love, self-care movement that have been that's been happening with black and now being co-opted. Mm. Right? They can keep it. We know what it is. Yeah, we know um, what it is. You know. I mean, like young people, I think about young people and and how much they've been learning about racism, about social justice, about their history, just from Instagram, just from social media. I mean, all of these things, I think, have been building our questioning, right, of this system. And not only the system, but what it perpetrates and and like the spinoffs, right? So like at every level, you know, you have folks questioning um, our media representation, questioning Mm -hmm. standards of beauty, Mm -hmm. questioning um, how we're educated, questioning literally everything about how this this country is run and this system is run. And, And you also have folks because I think we have a we have a fire in us. I think all humans have have a voice inside that says, I am worth something. Right. Yeah, this yeah. system has told us for generations that we're not. But I think each generation tries to to locate like, no, I am, you know, mm-hmm. we, and we try to find something that confirms that. And so with through all of these different movements, all of these different waves, um, we've been doing that. We've been affirming, mm-hmm. actually, no, 
you know, I am worth, I am worthy and, and I am gonna, you know, I'm gonna value my culture. I'm gonna value my hair. I'm gonna value my skin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna affirm myself as powerful and not, and not in, in response Mm -hmm. to you, but on my own. On my own. Own, I'm somebody on my own. I have completely independent of what you think. Yeah, I am whole. Mm -hmm. So we can't, we can't, um, we can't neglect to affirm the impact that all of these movements, including self love and self care movements of Black women, have contributed to. Because it's out of that that you have folks saying, "Oh, absolutely not. This can't continue." Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. So. We should all be proud of ourselves as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we, we should are. all feel like Definitely. to a piece of this pie. Yeah. I'm so glad you said said that because like you were saying, we are we are not on the front lines fighting, but there are so many mm-hmm. things that we can do in our respective places. Like even with this podcast, we are right. out here spreading the message of hope, healing, and happiness. And that those are conversations Absolutely. that we have not mm-hmm. always had. And yes, so we get right. in our own respective way, but we are contributing to the change that's happening. Absolutely. Like this, this podcast is all about the strong black woman. Well, mm-hmm. the traditional strong black woman wasn't, you di- didn't have permission to, to mm. tap into her vulnerabilities and to be human. She didn't have permission right. to do yes. that. But yes. now or I or even see to rest st- or even to rest. But now I see us standing up saying, you know what? This is my life. I get to choose yeah. what that looks right. like for me. I get to choose how I, when I, when I want to be strong and when I just want to be rest or I get to choose what strong looks like for yep. me. So yep. even right. in that, we are, I get to we are the authority of my own life. There you girl, come yes. on through yes. with that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All of that. And that's what we all are saying right now. Absolutely. That's something that's that a lot of us are learning right now. We're learning, yep. I mean, because I've learned it through the last 10, well, not even 10 years, just mm-hmm. about our own agency mm-hmm. as, as, as individuals. And Absolutely. it's like, oh no, I you don't have to decide these things for me. I can decide for myself. I can myself. decide for myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Girl, I, I wish I could just feel my heart right now because it's just like <laughs> I, I am so like I don't say that just for the sake of saying it, but I just yeah. because it's been so heavy. Like it's yeah. been I have cried almost every day, y'all. Mm-hmm. I have literally mm-hmm. been in tears because I have a black son and it's yeah. scary as fuck out here. And so I've been yeah. crying, but now having this conversation, I have hope. I feel like, I don't feel like I said earlier, change is coming. I feel like you said change is here. It's okay. here. It's yeah. here and we get to witness it. Like We're in the midst of it. We get to witness it. We're living it. We're we living it. Live it. Amazing. Yes. Like what a time to be alive. What a yes. time to be yes. alive. What a time to be black and alive. Because listen, <laughs> the fact that we are, like I said, that we're the only way out is through and we're going through this. The yes. fact that we as a body, if I can use the body as a metaphor again, mm-hmm. we're facing one disease over here in mm-hmm. the form of this COVID-19 that's disproportionately right. killing us. And then we're also dealing with as American citizens and global citizens our original like pre-existing mm-hmm. condition, which is racism. Yes. Like, exactly. Well, hey, there you go. Come on through, Maddie. Come on through, yes, girl. Yes. yes. Girl, y'all I'm preaching up in here. I see <laughs> y'all. I see y'all. Yes. 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 <laughs> I love to see it. Yes. I love <laughs> well, we got to encourage ourselves, right? That's what we got to do. Girl. Absolutely. We Absolutely. do have to encourage us and we got to hold. That's the other thing. Like, movement has always happened in community, you know, mm-hmm. the only way Absolutely. that movement has That's still the only way that we've gotten through against oppression is in community. I was having this conversation with our friend Chelsea Shirley earlier mm-hmm. today, um, you know, about making sure that we bring in the things that have held us together and, and allowed us to survive through these um, injustices and also these periods of challenging oppression in our history, right? Singing together, 
dance. Yes. Being with each other, caring for each other, Mm -hmm. cooking for each other, right? Mm -hmm. Holding each other, checking on each other, what you need, right? So we're not going to make it through this alone. First of all, ain't no revolution by itself, okay? No. That's that, right? Literally not possible, right? And of course, it's it can be compounded. Our loneliness, our sadness, our helplessness can be compounded right now because it's still COVID nineteen, right? Mm-hmm. So like it's we've been without togetherness for so long, most of us, mm-hmm. and without the kind of care and touch and community that we need. And in all of the ways that we can, I say it is more important than ever for us to show up for each other, for us to yeah. I'm checking on my friends once a day. I got a roll call. Like, how y'all doing? How we doing? How you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. so important. It's the way that we're going to feel purposeful. It's the way that we're going to feel not alone. And, and we have a history that informs us in these ways. There are protest songs. There are Black church songs. There, mm-hmm. are, there are so many traditions you know, that we may or may not know, but that are there in our history to see us through. And for me, when I sing these songs, I'm just as connected. I'm just as in my purpose. And if there's a mission, there's a mission beneath what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm doing, what I'm ideating, like there is a pulse. That's real. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We, that That is is real. Yes. Yes. Yes, girl. Yes. I would highly recommend if anyone is looking for any kind of songs like this or wants to tap in, there's a group called Sweet Honey in the Rock. Yes, girl. Listen, Sweet Honey gets me through and holds me together. They are amazing. Okay. Oh, go go on the YouTube. Go on the Spotify. I mean, I saw them in college. Yes. 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 They are the truth. Their their lead singer organizer, who has since retired from the group, was a SNCC organizer, uh, a young organizer in the fifties, and they make mm-hmm. they, they're they're a black woman's acapella group, and they sing songs in the tradition of black folk, of protest, of struggle, of mm-hmm. freedom songs, of church songs. Um, and also the the protest music throughout the world, you know, that can be found throughout the world. They're they're very much so social justice uh, focused, and they've been around for God, uh, I know more than thirty years. Yeah, probably yeah. more than that. But I mean, just they they are a dynamic group with so much soul power, and they will get you connected. Um, there's a song called Ella's Song that is written in. It, uh, paying homage to Ella Baker, who was an activist, um, mm-hmm. right? Who kind of like a, a mother of the movement. And the the refrain, the chorus um, says, "We who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes." Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I tell you, it just keeps me going. It keeps me going. So I'll just throw that out there. That's a very, that's an excellent recommendation because yes, they are indeed wonderful. I'm definitely going to pop that in the show notes of this episode for everybody mm-hmm. to go and check it out. And I'm definitely going to check it out myself, girl, because sometimes you need just a little, little encouragement for your soul mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. be able to escape, you know, even if mm. it's just, just for a little while. So yeah, thank y'all so much for lifting my soul like seriously yes. thank y'all for, for lifting <laughs> me up because I mean I needed it I desperately needed it so I appreciate you guys for hopping on here and engaging in this conversation with me and shedding or shedding some light making some sense out of what's happening right now you know I can mm-hmm. see a light at the end of the tunnel right now so thank y'all for being my therapy mm-hmm. today yes oh, wow. <laughs> My pleasure, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, can I add a well, few? Well, we needed this. Yeah, go ahead, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to affirm folks who are feeling that they are too tired to be involved, to to just be in, you know, show up for anything or anybody, mm-hmm. um, which I know is very real right now. Mm-hmm. I would just encourage folks to trust 
as Natty so eloquently, eloquently, that was just beautiful. And she eloquently described to trust their bodies, um, to trust their inner knowing, to take care of themselves. I think as Natty said, as we all said, we are, we are learning, we're learning to honor life. We're, we're learning to honor our own life. And I mean, on, on a, on a personal scale and, and at large, right. We're, <laughs> we're learning to honor what naturally comes. And so I think just as we have this outer revolution going on and evolution going mm-hmm. on, we're also going to have inner revolution. Inner. Yes. Yes. Girl. We're going to have yeah. inner explosions just as we're having outer explosions. Mm-hmm. So I would invite folks to just trust them as they come up honor them, answer to them and trust that they will be, they'll be led and delivered to where they need to be to show up however they need to in this time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before, Natty, before I ask you for your closing remarks, I just want to throw this in there, in there real quick. If, if you don't mind me saying, if there's a listener out there, I'm going to say it anyway. So if you mind, I don't know. So <laughs> if, there's, if there's a listener out there who needs some emotional support, I feel confident in saying that Ife would be happy. Just hit her up. She's on. Uh, I think your website page mm-hmm. is Ife Mazimoyo. Am I correct, Ife? Your um, yes. emotional wellness page. Yes. yes. And Ife yes. does this work. This this is her life's work. So if there's someone that needs some some support during this time and beyond, then feel free. To reach out to Ife, I yes. can tell you from personal ex- experience, she's amazing. She and Chelsea and and Natty and Natty as well. All three of these ladies have have seen me through some really turbulent times in my life, and so I can speak for Ife in saying that she does great work, and she's a, she's an amazing, loving, and caring individual. So I feel confident in saying that she would oh be happy God. to have a conversation. Yes, I would love to be of service in this time, especially it's one of the ways that I feel this is one of my roles in the movement. One of my roles in, you know, in this whole time is to show up for folks for their inner (laughs) revolutions and evolution so that we can we can be whole. So I'm absolutely happy to hold space. Absolutely. And Ife is I-F-E. M A D Z I M O Y O, and yes. she's she's Ife Mazimoyo on on all social media platforms. So definitely check her out. So Natty, do you have any closing remarks, darling? Yeah, I just wanted to. I'd like to share a poem. Please do. If Come you, on, if you Natty. don't mind, I don't mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought I was going to share a a particular one. Oh, wait, I found it. I found it. I found it. This is, uh, I just feel like this is apropos to what we've been talking about in the midst of all of this. I wrote this back in April. It says, one of my tasks is to pay attention and put my energy towards healing, not being afraid of being vulnerable not being ashamed of being sensitive, mothering, not turning away from the shadows or from intimacy, nourishing, cultivating home, outer home, and inner home. Woo! When I tell you I have chills, oh my gosh. (laughs) That that is beautiful. That is, and it encompasses everything that that we just talked about. It encompasses Mm -hmm. everything we just talked about. And y'all can get more of that. She's MP Bradshaw on IG. Check her out. Y'all know I'm always bragging about how amazing Natty is. So I love you, Cheryl. I love you. I'm like, Natty, do you have a book? Like, what are we doing? How do I get these words in my life? I don't have a big book yet, but I've already written one chat book um, about my grandmothers that I published in 2018. And it's on my brand new shiny, sparkly Gumroad page, if you want to go look for it. And I'm in the process of finishing my second chat book. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. And we'll drop that in the show notes as well, because again... We, we we need to support each other. We need to love on each other. Yeah, and yeah. 
Ife and Natty are great at what they do. I'm great at what I do. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, yes, girl. You are, yes sister girl. girl. Hype yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right, girl. <laughs> yeah, we Hard working, uh, sister girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just thought I'd throw that in there as well because, you know, she be doing stuff. Girl, you ain't said nothing but a word. It's self love, okay? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'll have I'll have Efe's information in the show notes, and of course we'll have Natty's there. Um, we talk about Natty's all the time. NP NP Bradshaw on IG, and I think it's just Natalie Bradshaw on Facegram. I'm not Facegram. Facegram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just Natalie Bradshaw on Facebook. But right. Anyway. We are so happy that you guys tuned in today. We hope that you found value in this conversation. Again, you can hit Ife up, Natalie up. You can hit me up. We're Shades of Strong across all all, um, social media platforms. And all this information will be in the show notes of this episode. And by all means, if you need any type of support during this time and beyond, feel free to hit either of us up. We are here for it. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited and hopeful for all of us now, right? We yes. Just, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Let's all just hold that hope tightly together as we mm-hmm. hold each other. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Absolutely. Indeed. All right, guys, we are out of here and we will see you guys. Go on, say it, Natty, on the flip side. Ife don't know nothing about that. Oh, what do you mean? Come on now. Listen, I told y'all my daddy. We gotta try and keep it hip for these young queens like you. Yes, we do. We gotta try and stay up. We some 80s and 90s girls. We ain't as new as y'all think, okay? We got we got lineage that we tap into okay yes. blackness <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yes. all right y'all we out of here <laughs>